Welcome to Stuck in My Mind podcast, the show where we dive into the mind of a regular guy on his road to self-discovery. You'll hear everyday people just like you share the latest topics, personal stories, and things they've learned along the way. And now, please welcome your host, Wise. And welcome to another episode. I am your host, W-I-Z-E-Wise, and I have a very special guest today. She is the host of Ciphered Knowledge with Chrissy. Welcome to the show, Chrissy Richards. Hello. Thank you. Hi. Thank you so much for having me on. I am excited, excited. Oh, no. I'm, ex- I'm just, believe me, I'm just as excited. I was checking out a couple of your episodes. They're pretty good, man. They're pretty good. It's basically a little something. something. <laughs> yeah. Listen, I I just started myself uh, towards the end of uh, April, like, and I didn't really get serious until the end of July. It's been amazing. I mean, I'm, I've met some great people. Yeah, I definitely. Um, I started in September, so I have less time in than you. It kind of just took off. Somebody told me once, if it's meant for you, it'll come to you, and that's kind of just how it's been for me, people, um, some people I've known personally and other people just kind of fell in my lap and it was like, I guess this is what I'm supposed to be doing, spreading knowledge. And some of my best episodes, like I, I do have celebrities on. I do, I, I have regular people on. I have, both, I have authors. You name it, I, I have them on the show. And that's because I just want to enjoy and have great conversation with people and, and learn and see what people are out there doing to, to improve themselves. I had an episode with uh, a high school friend of mine. Right now, he is, I want to say, the hottest um, realtor in Brooklyn right now. He's killing it in New York City right now. And um, we had we just had a great conversation. We talked about what we did to, to every day as far as how we prepare ourselves for our days, as far as sitting down, taking 10 minutes to sit down and, and, and meditate and focus on what, what are we going to plan on for our day. We also started talking about the law of attraction and, and how what if what you truly put out there is what you receive. So we, we know we put in the work, we, we grind, we do what we got to do. And it just started, and a lot of things just started falling in place. So when I released that episode, I had another friend contact me and she said, yo, that episode inspired me to go in and do my own business. And that was, to me, that was humbling. That was like, wow. So she's like, yo, just listening to you guys, just talk about what y'all doing right now and how what he's doing to, to make his business successful and what you're doing with your podcast. It inspired, it truly did inspire me to just really want to go and do my own business, which as of November 1st, she started her own business. And it, like amazing. Said, so those are moments like that that just make you feel so good inside that you know your 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 voice is being heard. People are listening. I love it. I love this is I I'm like I didn't know this is what I was gonna be good at. I didn't know being behind a mic is what I wanted to do. But once I got behind this mic, this is I don't I, I wish people could feel what I feel when I get behind the mic. And I I don't know I, I can I, I tell that yeah. to everybody. It's just it's awesome. Yeah, I love I know. It. I know exactly what you're talking about. There be some nights that I'm like, oh, Jesus, I don't want to do this. Like, I had a long week. And then as soon as it's game time, I'm like, because I do live. My shows are live. So, girl, I like, I better wake up because <laughs> <laughs> it's only going to be as alive as I am. And sometimes you never know what you're going to get from some of your guests. So, I got to be on my game, right? Like, to be able to pick it up if it starts slowing down. Um, I like to think I'm quick-witted and funny, but I don't know. My kids tell me I'm corny. But <laughs> Well, that's what... All kids with all funny. kids, all kids will tell you you're you're corny. You're everybody. Kids will tell you you're corny. They're not like 
They don't think I'll censor you more yeah. funny. I'm, I think yeah, I'm hilarious. They don't know that <laughs> I think I'm hilarious. Yeah, they, they, they don't know it's, exp- it, you know, it's experience humor. That's what yeah, it is. When you grow up and mature, you'll, you'll figure it out <laughs> and stuff like that. But definitely, so real quick, my podcast, just to keep it simple, is providing knowledge and information to people who otherwise wouldn't get it. Um, so I've had, I, I haven't had famous people on or celebrities. Kind of, I've had like an OBGYN. Um, I had a mental health counselor, a sex coach. We talked about wine, cigars, another episode. So it's just different information. Um, but what the one episode that I actually really, really loved that I didn't think I would not that I wouldn't, but it was my sister-in-law. She was the obstetrician. She did so well. She was so eloquent in describing uh, the information that young women needed to hear about GYN appointments and, you know, pregnancy and stuff. And we had men listening and the men were chiming in and asking questions about their daughters. Like, what should they do when they get their period if they're with them and this and that? And I was like, you know what? This is why. This is why I do it. Because I don't know that they would have gone to a GYN appointment with their daughter and said, what do I do with it? You know, like that's usually a mom and daughter thing. Um, and I'm not just making that just for that, you know, saying that that's the only thing. But usually the case isn't that dad goes. So the fact that they were able to come on ask the questions, not be embarrassed and get that information. I was like, this is the reason. This is my purpose. For me, it's therapy. I'll come out here and I'll vent about work or I'll vent about whatever I, I want to vent about. Or or if, if I have a great guest on, have some great conversation. So you're a registered nurse. Yes, I am a registered nurse. I am a hospice nurse. Um, so for anyone who doesn't know what hospice is, it is end of life care. Um, so when people are transitioning to their final stages of life, that's when I come in and um, my job is simply to transition them with comfort and ease and provide support to the family, uh, which brought me back to what you said about when people hear your words and they take away from it and it inspires them. With hospice, when I have to sit there and talk to the families about death and dying and what experience they're going to get, you know, what it looks like and to be there at their most vulnerable moment in time and know that they're so fragile and I'm the person that they're looking to for this information is very overwhelming and humbling. So, you know, I can connect with that kind of feeling of, you know, they're relying on me and, you know, it's rewarding. People say, how can you do this job? It's rewarding because I know that I can try my best to put this family at ease and make sure that the, pay, the the client who is passing on has the most comfortable um, and healthy death. Uh, death a healthy death is as important as a healthy birth. Of course, um, my, my father-in-law when he passed away was in the hospice, cause, and because they weren't, the family wasn't capable of taking care of him at home. So it's 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 hard. I can imagine it's not it's not easy. Who who'd want to? Well, listen. Well, I guess you you would want to do it. You, you're you're the kind of person that. <laughs> We want to help these people, and it's that's a it's a great thing. It's like to help help a family feel at ease to know that their loved one is being taken care of. It that in itself is rewarding. Just knowing that this family really have has faith in me and and what and what I'm telling them 
about what we're doing with their family. So I, I, I commend you. It, it's I can imagine it's a hard job, especially dealing with death. You you bring you give it life in a way because you help the family. If it makes sense, to help them with the transition. Yes. So you know the other part, and I won't get all religiously, you know, all religious in here. I usually keep that off my podcast. <laughs> um, but um, I have you know I have a faith. I have a Christian background, and I think that because I have a faith, just a belief. It doesn't matter what my belief. Is, but the fact that I have a belief uh, makes it a little bit more comforting understanding that, you know, this is a cycle of life, right? This is the only two things certain in life are death and taxes. So, well, and change. So, um, so definitely, yeah, yeah, and change. That's the only thing that's constant, right? Um, so I think that's what makes it a little bit easier. And then I've actually seen some people find faith at the end of life. And that's so much like I get something out of that. It's just not the the person who's passing, but I'm receiving something by that. Also, just the fact that it makes you cherish every moment that you have. Right. Because tomorrow's never right. promised. Yep. Now, still pay your bills because you might be alive tomorrow. <laughs> right. So you still need to <laughs> pay your you bills. You want to make sure that. But, yeah, you, know, you cover that basis. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, but embrace the moments and try to look for the special things of every day. You know, people have bad days, but even through the bad days, there's at least one moment in there that you can say, you know what? That was good. So if we focus on the good, I used to think that was a bunch of bullshit. It's like positivity, whatever, please. Like, (laughs) But it is. It's so, so true. No, so, if you keep a positive so, mindset. So me, me and my nephew, like we we started this together. Like he does his podcast, but he he started my podcast with me. Like we just sat down, and he's like, "Yo, I can't." He says, "You always want to paint this positive," and I'm like, "Yo, it's not all about just always being remaining positive." It's like, believe me, everybody has bad days. I get it. Everybody has bad days. I have bad days. I'm not perfect. It's just, I refuse to just stay in that funk. I re- All right, I'm down at the moment, but I'm not going to stay. I try not to stay down too long. I'm like, it's, it's not good. It's, I have to I have to start. That's me. I'm, I have to cause that change and make it. So I try to just keep positive. And usually what I post are either funny memes to, to troll somebody or just a positive quote. But I don't put nothing really, I don't put nothing negative to like, to, to cause like craziness. Cause like, there's enough, mm-hmm. enough of that on Facebook. So most of my stuff is mostly either, either to piss one of my, one of my uh, Trump supporter friends <laughs> off, to either, to either piss, to piss off one of my Trump supporter friends or somebody. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or, or just I, or, or I post my positive quote or something. But cause it's funny because I don't look, I, I don't, I'm, to me, both political systems suck. I don't like talking about politics, but to me, they both, none of them care about the people. Point blank. I agree with you. <laughs> they don't, they mm-hmm. don't care about the people. We have to make, no, we don't. have to make change. We have to do it. They're, they're not going to make it. And, um, so it, I just do it to troll them and, and have a, like yesterday, me and my nephew, me and my nephew, we did a show. He's like, I don't even know why I'm arguing. I know you're a big troll. You like to- <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just have fun, man. I just, I'm having such a great time doing this that I try. This yeah. is, this is my, like I said, it's my therapy. It's my release. I just like, absolutely. Doing it. Like we just finished doing. So a, last, um, no, no, go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. No, you. You're the guest. I can keep talking and talking and talking. Like you're the guest. No, we went. No, go ahead. No, no, you, you got you first. So I was gonna say, last Monday I was in a car accident. My car was completely wrecked. It was totaled. I got T-boned, and I was hit on the driver's side, and I was the one driving. 
I walked away with not even a scratch, not even pain the next day. Car's complete, brand new car, completely total loss. As soon as the accident happened, I, I was kind of pissed off. The lady came up to me and I was like, if you don't get the F away from me right now, right? Because I just needed a minute. The Bronx came out of me, but I was like, I need a minute. But after everything was said and done, I, I went with EMS and I'm laughing with EMS in the ambulance. And they're like, what? Like, they look at me like, I'm crazy. I'm making jokes, cracking jokes with them about my blood pressure and hold on. I got cigars in my nursing bag. Like, let me make sure I still got them there. And they they just couldn't get it. Then I get to the hospital. I'm making jokes with the doctors. And they're like, also, like, what this chick, like, did she hit her head? Like, let's get a cash can of She got a concussion going on right now because I think I would have been upset. Yeah, I think I would have been upset. Then I call the Geico insurance adjuster to get everything done right. I actually went back to work two hours later. I was actually on work. I work overnight. Um, and I went right back to work. She was, my boss thought I was crazy. She was like, she texted me. She was like, you're bashing crazy, but you could go back to work. Um, <laughs> but uh, I, I'm talking to the adjuster and where he's last. So finally, he's the only one who said, all right, ma'am, I have to ask you, like, are you okay? <laughs> he was like, are you all right? Cause you're like, you're laughing. And I just, I, you know, most people don't laugh in these situations or make jokes. And I said, listen, the only other option is to cry. And I'm not going to cry because I walked away from this accident with not even a scratch on me. I mean, if you can't look at that and see the silver lining in that, that's an inanimate object. It's a car. Sure, it's going to be a pain in the ass getting a new one and doing all this and the paperwork and fighting and insurance. But I'm alive to do it. So, you know, that was just my whole point, like focusing on the positive of it all, because we could, one person said to me, damn, your car, you know, that was like the third time it was hit, but like not this severe. Like somebody hit me while I was parked. Another tractor trailer has scratched my car. And she was like, that, that car is just bad luck. Couldn't even get that car again. Another one of my friends turned around and said, that car is the most luckiest car in the world because how many times did it save you? And you know what that was? That was perspective. Yeah. One that person, was perspective one person, one person, on yeah, situation. One person, one person looked at it like, oh, man, that could, you had three accidents in the car. But the one friend looked at it like, what are you talking about? This is your, this car saved you. Like, you got T-boned and mm-hmm. you're unscathed. You, 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 you don't have anything physically wrong with you. They might think you have something mentally because you're laughing like crazy, but... <laughs> I'm saying we, that that's yet to be determined. I have not been tested, <laughs> but, but I, I would go with the perspective where you, yeah, you it saved your life. Like this car, you, you know, it, it can take a, a pound. And so I, I guess I would look at it that way. I think that perspective is, is, it's better to look at it that way. Like, yeah, yeah. But your immediate instinct is damn it. Like crap. Like ugh, again, like, you know, but, yeah. uh, Definitely, that was just in a minute. And I think I deflect with humor anyway. Like, <laughs> it numbs the pain. I just laugh it off. <laughs> oh, man. So this past week, uh, I just did a, a indie uh, podcast. Somewhere. Someone in the network, yeah. she, she uh, put it together, and it was amazing. It was like, this is awesome. This is, I got to, I was on a few panels, and. I got to interact with other podcasters and all, and it was amazing. It was like, I want this. I can't wait for these to come like live events. Like it's great to do it all virtual and everything, 
But I'm looking forward to these conventions when you can actually go to these conventions and actually meet and and collab there. So I'm excited for those. So this 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 is hopefully time. soon. Hopefully soon, yes. You talking about 100 days, but we'll see. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Mm. <laughs> I've been warned to to start gearing up. Like when I go into homes, yeah. um, it's not just my mask anymore. It's my mask. It's because they kind of like brought when it first hit, it was gloves, gown, mask um, and face shield. Um, then as it started, kind of the, the numbers started going down. It was OK, just uh, your N95. And if they're positive, then you've got to gear up from head to toe. Now it's back to gearing up mask too. and face shield. Yep. So we're slowly starting to increase PPE when we go into homes now. Yeah, it's it's a crazy time, man. But what 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 can, like what as you being a nurse, like what can people really do? Like just protect, maintain, washing their hands, cleaning. Like for me, I work. At a casino, I'm a table. Mm-hmm. Ga- I'm a table games dealer, and because of CDC guidelines, because unless you're within a certain amount of feet and spend a certain amount of time with that person, you're not, you don't have to. So we had a, a, a dealer test positive for COVID, and just certain people around him had to be had to quarantine or whatever and stay away from work. But they didn't notify the rest of the the employees. Like, but they don't have to. It's like, what do you mean you don't have to? Because te- I guess because of medical reasons of other people pro- protecting the other person's medical rights. So it's just like, oh man. So it's so funny that you say that someone in one of my, I work two jobs. I'm not going to say where, what, but one of the offices um, tested positive. And all I knew was that she wasn't in the office this week. And she hit me up and was like, Hey, do you know why I'm not in the office? And I was like, no, cause nobody tells me anything. So no. And she was like, I tested positive and I've had symptoms. And not only did she, but they went somewhere for Thanksgiving and five other people and a newborn baby. Wow. All tested positive. Um, So even as nurses, we're not informed. And here's what their frame of thinking is on why they're not informed. They, what I feel like the company should at least do is you don't have to say who had it, but you could just say you've been, you've been in contact with someone who tested positive and for your safety, let's do the rapid test or whatever it is, or are you having symptoms? Just kind of doing the checklist. Um, what their frame of thinking is, if you're following all of the guidelines, then it's least likely that you're going to be infected with the virus. And therefore, they have no concerns about informing you of the positive case. But that's bullshit. Because nine out of ten times, no one is following the rules. So Do you see my face? You see my face? Like, yeah. okay. Um, uh, yeah. Um, okay. I, I I know like I, I'm like I, I 
Like we like we sit in the same like so now after this testing, everybody when they were sitting in the um, the the common area where we all sit on break and everything, they can't sit out there no longer. They can't eat out there. They can't. And if you're in the EDR eating, unless you have a food or a drink in front of you, you you can't have your mask down. So it's I'm like oh man like right now I'm on leave and I'm on leave because I'm I'm going to Puerto like I said I'm going to Puerto Rico mm-hmm. so I, I took thirty days off and oh man I'm like I'm I'm kind of relieved because with the way everything is rising then, yeah. and, and everything and I'm like yeah I'd rather take this time and spend the the holidays with my family and yeah just not worry about work Absolutely. for the holidays so I'm like you know what I'll pay my own I'll pay I'll go to my job and I'll pay the insurance and all that I don't care if it comes out of my pocket I'm gonna enjoy this holiday season with my mom and my family so and it's some crazy yeah. time so yeah and you know you know what it is it's that some people, and I won't say all, but some people think the methods don't work. Why do I have to wear a mask? It doesn't work. Why should I wear Why should I wash my hands this many times? It doesn't work. Why should I? And I'll tell you how I know it works. I know it works because I have worked one-on-one with COVID positive patients and I have not caught the virus or been infected with the virus. Why? Because I follow the rules to a T. <laughs> I don't take the mask and hang it off my nose. I don't uh, re. So one of these TikTok videos I saw where one of these doctors was showing you how cross-contamination works. She put paint on her gloves and like she started touching different things. And I'm telling you, I don't think people mentally really think about if you're going to use gloves, you have to change them for everything you touch, even the gloves that you just touched. (laughs) So if you're not paying attention to that, you think you're being safe when in actuality you're not. I, you know, normally I don't say anything, but there was two times I said something. First time I was in Walmart. This woman took her mask off, sneezed in her hands. She had children with her and then touched the bar of the Walmart cart. And I just thought to myself, holy shit. Like, did, did I see like, so I said something to her. I had to, like, I just couldn't. And she, you know, if it, if it went down, it went down. But, but I had to say something. I said, listen, I don't understand. Do you realize what you just did? Like, let's go by step by step. Like, like, let's just figure this out. I mean, she looked at me like I was retarded and walked away, but whatever. Like, this is what I mean by people not following rules. Second lady, we were at the checkout. She had gloves on. She went into her purse with her gloves that she already did all the shopping with, went into her purse, took out her purse, took out her card, used it, put it back. And I said, okay, stop. And she was like, huh? And I said, why are you wearing gloves? She said, what do you mean? I said, why are you wearing gloves? You just cross-contaminated absolutely everything you just touched. Your purse, your wallet, your card. You cross-contaminated. Everything's done. It's pointless. Take your gloves off. And she was like, but no. She was like, but no, I spray everything. I said, so you spray the bag with gloves on. Then you change those gloves. Take out your wallet. Spray that. Change your gloves Take out each one of your cards, change your gloves, spray that, then change your gloves and put everything back after it dries 
properly. She was like, uh, I was like, exactly. Don't bother wearing the gloves. <laughs> like, <laughs> and that's just what I mean by common sense. People just think they're not cross-contaminating or they think they're being safe when in actuality Listen, they're not. You don't got to tell me. Like I said, I work at a casino <laughs> and okay, they they, they, they they clean the dice, they wipe down the, the, the tables, the chips, like the chips that are in the rack that they play with. <laughs> no, we're not, we're not cleaning those down. Like the players aren't playing with gloves on. Like the the chips they're touching is with their regular hands that they probably pick their nose with or their ears or or put in their mouth and then it's a, so, nice or scratch something. So <laughs> so so to me it, it just it just blows my mind. Like I'm like yeah, this is this this is essential. This truly needs to be open. And you know what? If I hope if, if someone from my job is hearing, please report me. <laughs> but you have the right your first amendment right is free speech and you can say whatever the hell you want right i haven't named them i haven't said their name at all so but there you go <laughs> but it, it just blows my mind like this is not essential really this it, it makes the state money but it, it, it's not really essential yeah you know so when it comes to what businesses close and what businesses open um I'm kind of torn down the middle, right? Like, I don't think casinos need to be open. That's just ridiculous. Gamble online, right? Get your fix that way. I mean, really, you need to be staying home, saving your money. You're not going to hit. The house always wins, right? That's that's one. (laughs) Two is, (laughs) two is, I do think that we can keep some of these mom and pop stores open, the brick and mortars, because, you know, if we can keep a huge Walmart open, we can keep a brick and mortar open. That is essential with groceries or food, you know, uh, some type of food safely, um, as long as, you know, we're watching them and they're doing it safely. Um, But, you know, a, a bowling alley, a movie theater, not essential. Not not really, and and listen, I don't, I don't want nobody to lose their jobs. I, I want everybody, but no. seriously, like, yeah, yeah I, I prefer to watch a movie in my house anyway. Like, I'm good. Um, yeah, you could fart and nobody looks at you any kind of way. <laughs> you know, well, then maybe. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe not everybody else in the room might not enjoy it. But. I'm like, oh, but you're used to it. You can't throw me out. <laughs> But no, it, it's so. just so. But with like when people be like, "Oh, twenty twenty's been such a bad year," I'm like, "Yes, yes, and no." It's been bad because of the pandemic and everything that's going on. But all, I've had a blessing come out of it. I've started my podcast and I started putting my voice out there, and I started communicating with people and meeting people and. And my confidence is growing, and you can see that from from episode to episode, from me talking to people, and it's just like it's sometimes sometimes it's difficult to be like, yeah, it's it's been a rough year, but I've also had blessings, and I have I've had some blessings come my way, and and it's because I've I've shifted the way I've I've been thinking, I've been more positive, I've been focusing more, I've been setting more goals. And and even with all this going on around me, it doesn't stop me from doing what I have to do. Same right. thing. Same thing. Exactly. Same thing with had 
45 won or Biden would have won. It, didn't, it wasn't going to stop what I was going to do because I was going to continue to do me. Absolutely. Ryan Reynolds has this thing on YouTube. It's it's funny. It's I don't know if you got to see it. It's a short clip. It is um, one of my coworkers sent it to me. It's the devil and he's on Tinder and he meets the girl 2020. So her name is 2020, right? So they're dating and he's like, I want this to last forever. Um, you know, and they're watching like a fire from the sky and all this other stuff. And they're in the gym alone when everybody else is all quarantined. It's hilarious, right? So I, t- I sent my coworker back. I said, that's funny as all hell until he cheats on her with 2021 and we didn't think it couldn't get worse. Right. <laughs> like <laughs> we still don't know. People think that once 2021 comes, like we're out of it. We don't know. <laughs> no, we no. have no clue what that's going to bring. No. So like, we need to prepare. Like, I'm like, and don't buy all the damn toilet paper. Yeah. Like diarrhea is not, it's, a it's, it's not a symptom. No, it's not. It's not a symptom. Uh, no, but Maybe it's um aliens like like all these monoliths popping up everywhere now. Hmm. Mm. I don't know. I knew a guy who thought he was probed by one. He probably was. I don't. I don't. I don't, I don't doubt him. I don't. I can listen. He probably. <laughs> I, I, I listen. <laughs> I can't say that it did not happen because I don't know if aliens do or do not probe people. But I don't know. I don't know. If life has shown me anything that anything is possible, so who who would who who would have thought the world would have been shut down like the way it's been? So well, you know what? If we go back and really look uh, at history, because it does repeat itself, right? So you've got the Spanish flu, yes, right? You got the bubonic plague. You got like this. This isn't new. It's a new virus, but but it is not a new. It's new in the sense that it's back then they weren't aware of bumfuck Egypt. They was in America, and they like it wasn't. News wasn't getting spread like it's getting spread now. Technology wasn't as advanced as it is now, right? So, so, this nonsense about they have a cure for it. They have vaccines. They have everything. All this is, it's control. It's all this to me is about control. It's about. Are you taking the vaccine? Um, hmm. I don't know, man, because it, it's like these commercials, like they they gear everything. Like I was sitting down watching TV, and I'm just looking at TV, and and everything. Like, oh, COVID numbers are rising. Da, da, da. Oh, this is rising, and then I'm like, okay, and then, but then they start focusing on the ads come up. Oh, shop online. Make sure you order it online. You don't have to worry about whatever. And then like, they go back to. Oh, but now you got the vaccine coming out, and and I'm like, man, look at how they're just trying to control people. They first they're putting the fear in you, but then they're reminding you that you need to go shop online for the holiday season, and then mm-hmm. the vaccine so that you can get back to normal. And yeah, I don't know, I don't, I don't, I don't think, I don't know. Maybe how do how do I really know? Do I really need it? Maybe I can like. How do I know do I really need to take it? 
We don't know. So so here's the thing, right? Vaccinate vaccinated does not equate to immune. Exactly. They don't equate. Um, you can be vaccinated, but don't build the antibodies to immune from the disease or virus that you're being vaccinated from. So there's one. Yeah. Um please and, and everybody this is coming, and this is coming from a re- this is coming from a registered nurse so yes. I'm, I'm not here making this stuff up i have a registered nurse talking to me right now so y'all just heard that right so it doesn't just getting vaccinated doesn't mean you're immune just just so no. let that sink in let that sink in for a minute okay go ahead continue because mm-hmm. everybody but also you know please do your research and, you know, do not just take it solely on me. I am not giving any medical advice. I'm giving you simply an opinion based on the knowledge that I received while going to school. I just had to put that disclaimer there. But um, so you're not, it doesn't always equate to immune. Um, the other thing is if you look at all these other vaccines, so there's a whole big thing on vaccines, right? If you, if, I don't know if everybody knows, but you cannot sue a vaccine company you can't they have immunity from being sued um i believe it's u.s code 423 so so, so hold on so basically hold on wait so hold on wait so basically what you're saying that if people take this vaccine i'm just saying put put this out there these people taking this vaccine and start growing uh extra limbs somewhere 10 years down the line because this vaccine was rushed through because for the most part, a vaccine usually takes uh, about 10 years to really get, to really have the yes. trials and everything yes. work out. I'm, I'm Long-term effect. Right? Mm-hmm. So you would think that, mm-hmm. you would think, okay, yeah, well, this, that's why they're not getting sued because down the line, they don't know if you're going to roll extra limbs or extra eyes coming out. So who knows what side effects you will have. So, yeah. Yep. To answer your question, no, I will not be just, vaccinated. <laughs> I I want to, I am looking for the code because I want to make sure. Okay, so no, I'm sorry. It's the code if you want to go look up, just so I'm not, I'm not making this up. If you look up 42 U.S. code 300 AA-22 standards of responsibility, it says no vaccine, no uh, vaccine manufacturer. Hold on, remind me later. <laughs> no vaccine manufacturer shall be liable in a civil action from damages arising from a vaccine-related injury or death associated with the administration of a vaccine after October first, nineteen eighty-eight. If the injury or death resulted from a side effect that were unavoidable, even though the vaccine was properly prepared and was accompanied by proper directions and warning. Okay, so I'm not making this up. So yeah, so see, <laughs> see, see, and this is not fake news. This, this, we, this is fish. This is officially off the government. This is a law on the books. So you won't be suing anybody if you start growing extra tentacles or or um, extra fingers or whatever it is you're gonna be growing or who, whatever. Who knows? But all I know mm-hmm. is I'm not in a rush to get no vaccination because. Uh, Bill Gates Neither is pushing. Bill Gates is pushing this too hard, man. He is pushing this too hard, yeah. and I want to know why he is pushing this so hard. Like, what? Yeah. Stick, stick to what you was doing, man. Stick to uh, Apple making and, computers, yeah, right? Doing, yeah, doing, yeah. Doing what you was doing 
with uh yeah microsoft and all that man like yeah yeah so no. do you know why they put that law into effect i just want people to understand also why they put that law in effect after 1988 and that was because people weren't going to get vaccinated um and companies were more afraid about being sued right about um being held liable uh and and a lot of the vaccine companies didn't want to come out and put it out. Yeah. So they were like, we we need to be safe. We need so, to be secure. Right. So we like need to us, if So like for us, our our age, because we're a similar age, we're in the mm-hmm. same age group. Right. Polio was the shot they they gave us for growing up, right? Mm-hmm. Cause that's yep. that that was one of the requirements for school and all that stuff was to get your polio shot. Mm-hmm. That was something that we we experienced growing up. That was a, a vaccination we experienced growing up. Yes. And we didn't have a choice. That's that was our parents that they But I'm not getting vaccinated. This is what the doctor said. Yes, this is the, I'm not getting vaccinated. No. Uh, yeah, I'm yeah. I don't know. I, <laughs> I, I, so I, here's the other thing. Here's the other thing as well that people don't realize. Um, back in the 1970s, when they were testing vaccines, it was actually outside companies that did come in and test the vaccine so that there wasn't any bias towards the testing of the vaccine. After that, there hasn't been any subsequent testing on the vaccines, the new ones like chicken pox, which is fairly new, um, you know, being new for us, we didn't have the chicken pox vaccine. We just got the chicken pox and yeah. that was how we were immune and that was the yeah. end of that. Um, and uh, so they stopped. What happened, what started happening was they were doing in-house testing. So the companies that were making the vaccines were the ones who were doing the testing and solely doing the testing. There has not been any outside testing on any of these vaccines after 1972. If you go to the CDC website and look up what is in vaccines, it gives you a list. And some of you may not know that you have fetal embryonic, embryonic fetal tissue in your vaccines. And that's actually in the COVID vaccine as well. So I'm not making it up. Go look. I, 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 I t- listen, you, what you're telling me is not news to me. I, I, I believe everything, everything you're telling me. I, I'm big farmers about the money. I'm not, I know. So we're going to have to use a pseudo name. I don't want them coming to look for me. This is what <laughs> Oh man, yeah, yeah, they they are listening to me, yeah. So we good. <laughs> but you never know. One of the executives might be like, "Oh my god, I was listening to stuck in my mind," and they found us. They figured it stuck out. in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> oh man, but no, it's it's yeah. it's. <laughs> I just tried. Oh man, I just look at it and just laugh. I, like I was just watching TV and all the commercials and just. Uh, I'm like, I don't even know why I watch TV anymore. Like, mm-hmm. like there's nothing, yep. that, nothing there to really. So how do I put it? Um, That's why it, it doesn't podcast are new things. That's why you know there's oh, yeah, so I, many new podcasters. I, I've I've oh, I was a big gamer. I was a big gamer. My PlayStation yeah. Four has feels abandoned. It, it, I, I'm sure it's like. <laughs> It's like, oh my God, you just neglect just me now. Like a man. Just neglect me now. <laughs> and the one who pointed it out to me was my wife. She was like, 
you really do love this. I'm like, why? She says, because you don't play your game no more. I'm like, wow. Guess it is. Guess it is. I'm like, she's like, she says, seriously, you do not play your game anymore. Like once in a while, I'll catch you playing it, but compared to what I was playing it before, no, I don't, and I don't miss it. I, I, this is. This fills that need. Me editing, like sitting down, editing my ed- podcast. Like for one episode, it'll take me one or two hours to really sit down because I'll listen to it again and again and again, and then like start cutting it up. And but it's fun to me. It's not like a job. I don't. I don't be. Oh man, I gotta edit an episode. I'm like, okay, let me. And yeah. then I find myself when I'm listening to other people, like when I listen to people interview, get interviewed and stuff, and I'm hearing all the ums and all the other stuffs and all. And that's just the editor coming out of me, like, oh man, like damn, I can. I would, yeah. Oh, yeah, I do that often. Yeah. I, I, my son sits there and counts me. He was like, you know how many times he said, um, I'm like, I really don't care. Um, <laughs> <laughs> like, add that, add that one to it. <laughs> that's, and that's, a, that's 101 I, for your information. <laughs> there you go. And I do, so I go live and I do live. And for me, it's the conversation. So if you're watching it live, you're not even catching those ums, right? Because it's just, you're flowing. It's the back and forth dialogue, the yeah. give and take. But when I Stop. I don't, I don't like to be watching. Oh, no, listen, like just even with this conversation of us talking, I've caught myself saying certain things like, damn, I shouldn't have said it that way. I shouldn't have went um there. <laughs> I shouldn't have did this here. So that's what I, that's that's me in my mind right now. When I'm like when I talk, I'm trying to like how am I gonna say this so that I don't had a don't put a um or or if oh you know what I'm saying or whatever whatever those little sayings that you say when so yeah, this that's listen, one thing. I don't think about what I'm going to say before I say it, because I want to be just as surprised as you. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I, I'm not scripted. I'm, as, as everyone, yeah. if you've listened to my show, you know my show is not scripted. It's, we don't we don't <laughs> sit down prior and be like, "This is how we're gonna do it." I'm gonna ask you 20 questions, yeah. and I was like, "Like how you like how, how are we gonna do this? What are we gonna talk about? Oh, I don't know. We'll talk about something. We'll find some. We will find something <laughs> to talk about." I'm sure we will find something to talk about. I, I'm almost positive. Absolutely. I can talk about anything, too. Like, you're like, banana. I was like, can I tell you that banana is high in <laughs> potassium? And it actually is. The It has one of the highest carbohydrate content in it. And also, another fun fact, you can edit crap out, but another fun fact <laughs> is people think watermelons are the healthiest fruit, and they're actually the worst. They're like, it's 80% water. No, it's 80% carbohydrates. Uh, the melons are the worst of the fruit bunch. The best are the berries, which are strawberries, blackberries, blueberries, and raspberries. Which I prefer. Those are going to be high but the, only, the, only reason, the, only reason, the only reason I really shouldn't be eating berries it's because I suffer from diverticulitis. Diverticulitis. But I we love berries. I love <laughs> berries. But, again, because of my diverticulitis, I shouldn't. I don't say I don't. I shouldn't eat berries. I shouldn't. It, I mean, have you had a really bad flare-up ever where you're like, uh, yeah. I'm never going to eat them? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah I've, had, <sighs> I've had flare-ups where I'm like, I'm in the ER, like, ready to to cry and well i probably did cry but it, it's <laughs> but people don't but people are like oh yeah that like when they when, I, when they're like what is that like you don't want to know man you don't want to know and it's like 
when people when when with me now now with me when when I get a flare up I get nausea and and okay and throw up and wanting to throw up and then just the pain and, and there's nothing I I know what it is um but there's nothing right like there's nothing that you can do for it just the antibiotics or whatever to to yeah and, and what it is is those little seeds on the berries get, get into, trapped into, into little pocket yeah and into the little pocket yep. and, and then it gets infected mm-hmm. and and it's not nice it's not nice it can be it can really be something serious though like if it really yeah, gets, it could be really serious and I can have to have to use this shit bag for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> But, hey, at least now got a bite. You don't gotta worry about toilet paper. <laughs> There's the bright side. I guess. I guess. Yeah, that would be the, that. That besides, just. But I don't know if that's. I would want to have that trade off because I don't think I want to smell like shit. I'm not, no, they actually have perfume for the bags. Oh, they have perfume for the bags now. Because prior to that, they didn't yeah. really have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They have perfume with people with shit bags on them, and you'd be like, "Damn, what did you shit on yourself?" Shit and yeah, you just, but you. You don't know at no, the time they, that yeah. they have you don't know at the time that they have that with them and so you'd be like damn that person just shit on themselves like but and then when you find out you're like damn i feel like a dumbass like damn I'm, i feel like a jerk thinking those things but but it also depends on where you have the ostomy there's an ileostomy and a colostomy so it depends on where and if you're going to have a more of a liquid output or if you're going to have more of a formed outlet so it depends on where it has to get put but yeah and then there's also there's perfume for it there's powder for it and did you know like i have a bunch of this <laughs> stupid knowledge in my head <laughs> that i need to just <laughs> did you know that you they can fart in the bag too and the air will actually the fart will expand the bag <laughs> i'm not trying to find that out just but, I'm like, like, can, can, oh, can you can you like fart your bag off of you like if you fart it so bad with, can the bag just like fly off of you? If it's if it's not sealed properly, yes. If it's not sealed properly, but it like clicks would, in would, and has such that, a tight seal. That would be so embarrassing. Like if you <laughs> farted and your and your bag just flew off, like I would just keep walking. I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like this. <laughs> I could be leaking and shit, and I'm just gonna keep walking. <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> I'm like, what, are you, what else are you gonna yeah, do? Like more stupid information. All right, all right, okay, okay. I would go pick up my bag. Yes, I would go pick up my bag. Yes, I wouldn't want to leave, leave my bag. Dude. Yeah, don't throw it next to the gloves and the mask. Oh. Don't do that. No, you know <laughs> that kills me. Like people who just take their gloves and just throw it on the ground. Like yo, take it and throw it in the garbage. What what is the issue with you? Some people just I just. But with the way I've been like my with my the way I've been shifting my train of thought and all that, I haven't had to deal with people like that because I'm attracting people like you into my life. So thank you. Wait, people like me. What are you trying to say? Uh, funny. Uh, I don't need to elaborate. Okay, entertaining. All right. All right. Uh, positive. <laughs> uh, someone who's doing something with themselves. Someone who's out there showing people that yo, this can be done. I'll take all that. I'm, I'm, I'm just a, reg- <laughs> I'm just a regular girl from the Bronx doing it my thing. That's right. Who's a single mom at four? At what? Fourteen? Fifteen? Uh, pregnant at fourteen. Had her at fifteen. Yep. And look, look yes. at you. And look at you. Yes. And not on public assistance. You, you, Never. You did it. You, not once. You worked hard. Got to where you got. Yes. Making that big bread, yeah. making that money, making making that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Listen, no, ain't nothing wrong with that. Shoot, that's I'm proud. <laughs> no, of no, I tell my yeah. I, I, yeah. Listen, I be to my horn too. Like, yeah, that's why I did, son. Yeah, that's why I do it. I love to I love to throw people off though. Um, people think I'm younger than what I am. 
uh, when they I, see I, me. I would have said you was uh, now, 29. 42. And you were just being nice. That was you just being nice. I get it. But <laughs> but I'm 42. I have no problem telling my age. But I love to throw my patients' families off when they meet me for the first time. I walk in and I'm like, I'm going to get this one because they think I'm young. I can tell by the way they behave with me. Like they think I don't know anything. And I'm like, little do they know. Right, so I'll, I'll but play I could imagine, but I'm I could imagine, imagine now with the mask and everything, and and people not really right. be able to see just you, the just the eyes, and they, they they can get confused and be like, oh, she's a young thing under there, okay. Yeah. And he's and uh, they'll say something about you know, oh, you know, my age back in my day, and I'm like, oh yeah, you know, I tell my 27 year old daughter that all the time. And they're like, wait a minute, 27-year-old daughter? Wait, you're only 27 yourself. And I'm like, no, no, my daughter's 27, and I got a 20-year-old and a 14-year-old, and I got two grandbabies. And they're like, you're a grandmother? Oh my. Like, how old are you? Mom, come here, come here. And then like, they're calling everybody in the room like to come look at me and how. And then they'll go, I don't believe you have a 27-year-old. And I'm like, well, I did have her at 15. So then, like, everybody pauses for a minute, and they're like, yeah, but you still look young. And, like, they kind of bypass that. But I also do that to say, yeah, I had her at 15, but look at where I'm at, right? Like, you underestimated me the minute I walked through the door. And three times I just proved to you I am not who you thought I was. You know? So I like to throw them off a little bit. There's there's (laughs) nothing wrong with throwing people off. Not at all. Like, all right, I'm Puerto Rican, right? But if you see me, if you you see me dress, I, I'll have my hoodie, my Yankee cap, Tim's. You would not think I was Puerto Rican. So one day I'm at I'm at this I'm at a house party and um, uh, a Daddy Yankee song came on and I and I started rapping and singing it, and this dude walks by, and he goes, you "Speak Spanish?" I go, "Yeah." <laughs> How do you speak Spanish? Um, Puerto Rican. <laughs> you're Puerto Rican. Like you're Puerto Rican. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like, oh man, and I guess maybe because I was the person I was with, she was black, so I guess they assumed. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, no, I'm, yeah. So yeah, so people when it, and then when they when I tell them my age, they're like, nah. I'm like, yeah. Uh, you know, we don't crack. Yeah, we don't. I, I, I like. I'm not. I, I'm 44 years old. I'm not. I'm good. I'm happy. But I get it's it. still young. Oh, it's listen. Young. I, I'm. I'm realizing that that thing where they say that men don't really hit their their peak, their, their stride to where at, until their 40s. I'm a testament to that. I didn't know. I was lost for so long. I didn't where I wanted to go, what I wanted to do, what I wanted. I didn't have a plan. I didn't. So there's still hope for my 20 year old. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Listen. There's. Don't, do not lose hope. Do not lose hope. It's, okay. Hold on to that. Oh, some some people just take longer. That's the journey. That's the that's what life is. It's, it's the experiences and everything you you go through in life to to get where you're at now. And and again, I'm I'm doing everything. I'm I'm doing everything now to set everything up for five year me. And then mm-hmm. and then along that way, I start setting up for ten year me. So it's it's I'm it took me a minute, but. I'm I'm headed where I I'm, I truly should be going. So it's it's fun. It's, good. It's, it's, good. I've I've come to really start enjoying 
my if if I have if I tell you my story, which is a long one, it, it, you <laughs> it's it's crazy, but it's to it's I've come a long way, and it's just. Do you stop? And now I'm going to start interviewing you because this is, it's just a natural me. Um, <laughs> do you find that you don't take the time to stop and reflect that heart? So I usually tell people there's no reason for you to look behind you except for one. And that is to see how far you've come. Do you ever take the time to stop and look at how far you've come and take the Take a moment to appreciate that, breathe it in, and enjoy it. Yes. Or do you just keep going through the motions because you still got a place to go? Oh no, I you, I enjoyed because that that enjoyment drives me more. Like once wants me to get, get once once that feeling that once you get that enjoyment, you're like I want this feeling more and more. So what do I have to do? Well, I have to keep working harder and keep working. Harder. So being able to reflect and look at it, like like. I redid my first episode. I, I kept the, like, my first episode was five minutes long. It was me and my nephew, me holding the phone to the mic, recording him talking, and I'm talking on my little Behringer studio podcast equipment. And that just started a flood, that just opened the floodgates. And we, we like, about two months ago, we just, you know what? Let's add thirty-five extra minutes of content of whatever to the episode. So I kept the first five minutes. Like I let the I let the the episode play with the first five minutes. Like how I, I didn't have an intro, nothing. I didn't have anything. Okay. It was just five minutes of us talking about what we're gonna do and and where we're planning on doing and all this. And then I came out. Then right after that, I came out, all right, so, yeah, this the, that was my introduction episode, but now let me reintroduce myself. I did it, like, in the Jay-Z kind of thing, and I kicked it yeah. right into, <laughs> I kicked it in right into my intro, and, and we just started a whole, we did a whole new episode, but off the piggyback, awesome. off, off the piggyback off of that one, that the intro episode, so I renamed it the introduction, reintroduction, and it, I, it just went, it just showed me that, Okay, I, like everybody that's been listening to my stuff now, they probably haven't listened to the back stuff, the old stuff, or maybe they have. It was a way of me of submitting a new, uh, old episode or republishing an old episode, but with new, with new content. And it, it it's my highest download episode, yeah, number one episode. Awesome, awesome. Know. It's fun. It's I, I I just love it. I just love it. And when you and that's why you keep doing it. Yeah. For me, I don't stop to smell the roses. Because I, I, and I'm learning, I'm learning because you have to, but I'm always on the chase, right? I'm always on the chase because I always feel like, I don't know, I've had this since I was younger that there's so much more that could be done. Like my hunger is, is I'm, I can never satisfy that hunger. I'm always trying to go bigger and go better and keep going. And if I stop to look back, I'm going to miss something that's in front of me. So right. I'm learning. So with me, I started the podcast, right? And then I'm like, uh, I want to, I want to launch a radio station. So we are in the process of getting our apps approved and everything, and, and we're going to launch the radio station. 
I started a production company. And it's just like, <sighs> just all these things, all these ideas, all these <laughs> podcasts, all these shows are just coming flooding my brain. And I'm, and, and I'm connecting with some great people. I'm starting to work with some great, like it's, I have my nephews, they're doing this with me. That's great. Cause I love, I'm a family oriented person. So the fact that I get to do this with my nephews and bring them along for the ride and see them and see how they get into it and how they're like, they're all fired up and like, yo, and my nephew's YouTube page is, 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 is growing. He's, he's doing his show is going, we're about to launch another show for him. And it's just so much fun being able to share this with people you love, like people you care mm. about. And it, it, people are like, oh, but you can't always work with families. Yes, you can't. But when you find something that you couldn't get. And that you can, when you can. Yeah, when you, when you find that thing where you all all about just growing, the, growing, growing, bringing each other up and bringing each other along for the ride and and everybody doing their part and everybody working together, it's just amazing. Like, oh, man, this is this is something I wish I would have started years ago. You are very fortunate in that I do not have that. I have, I'm one of, one of six kids. Not one of them supports me. Not one of them watches my show. Not one of them shares my show. Not one of them invites their friends to like my show. None of it. Um, my son has been the one, my 13 year old has been the one who's been helping me get this up and running along and doing everything. Um, but I can drive him crazy. So <laughs> he needs a break from time to time. <laughs> no, like my, I, I have, um, there's six of us. Well, there was six of us. One of them passed. Must be a Puerto Rican thing. <laughs> but my sister, my sister, the, the closest to me in age, like my mom had me when she was, uh, 37 years old. She had me later on and cuz she's she just turned 82 and for, for me it was like she, my sister was 11 years older than me so she's the one who basically raised me. So she's very supportive mm-hmm. of us. She 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 listens, she tunes into to the YouTube channel to watch us when we go live. She's always sending us messages during the chat and all that to talk about when we talk, especially when we reflect on, on backs on past stories from, from growing up and all that. And she's always tuning in. Like she's always supporting us. And that, and that's one thing, like I'm blessed to have people around Amazing. me that, that support me. Like my wife, the fact, like I said, she, she's like, I know you're serious about this because you're not playing your games. And like, she's, I've never seen you passionate about something like the way you are. So I, I know you. You're going 100. percent I have your back. Like, do what you got to do. All right. So, it, it's great having that support. And, and, and some people, a lot of people, you don't have that support. For, sometimes family isn't supportive. Like, I, yeah, my immediate family is supportive. Like, my wife, my my sister. But you don't you don't always get family that supports you and be like, oh oh, listen to my cousin. His show is good. Or you would think. You would think that, but some I've met more what people it, now. I've met more people now podcasting that support me more than family members. 
Yes. I have complete strangers who share my stuff, who invite their friends to like, share, subscribe, all of that. Do share my little, I do, sometimes I do cipher it of the day. Um, and I'll like post like a little positive thing or something about wisdom or knowledge and I'll put, and they'll go off and they'll take it and they'll share it in there, you know, but my family, but I feel like it's always been like that with my family because they expected me to fail. Right. And I didn't. And they are not where they can be in life. So looking at me is like, oh, she just thinks she's everything. You know, she's she just thinks she got it all and and whatever. And why am I going to keep supporting her? She's already successful. Like, you know, and instead of just looking at it like, but you guys like to count the money that's in my pocket when you got a bill due, right? Like, like you know, kind of thing. So I don't know. It's been from since I was young. I always felt like that. Like just I was on my own. Just do it on your own. You don't need anybody. And I think that's where my problem comes from for asking for help. I hate asking for help. But because I you need feel it, like sometimes it. you can use it though. Sometimes you can use like I've I've like I said, I'm I've, I've linked up with some amazing people that that just are awesome. Like especially like in a network, because we connected through Steve. And um mm-hmm. since I've honestly since I've hooked up with Steve my show has just grown because the people he hooks me up with flow with me. It, it, it fits what I'm trying to do. The people I, mm-hmm. I sit down, I sat down with, I've connected and had great conversation. We've, we've had, we've sat down and, and been able, and that that reflects well on me because that I've talked to people from all types of like uh, old white dude, to a, 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 a young a young black entrepreneur young lady that's a 20 something year old become an entrepreneur to so i'm like my i've gone all over the spectrum like i've been all over i've i've had richard bergen who's um he suffers from asperger's he's a direct he, okay. he decided he, he's directing movies he, he did a movie he's got a movie in production called fang and to and to have him come on and to, and tell me his story and Made me like, yo, this dude has Asperger's, and 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 he's directing a movie, and he's writing the film. Yeah. What the hell? Yeah. I need to step my game up. Like, <laughs> I'm like, I need to step my game up and take this to where I can take this, because that's that's inspiration and motivation for me. Like, absolutely, this man can do. This man is doing amazing things. When people, I'm sure people doubt that he can do these things. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's my driving force. When you tell me I can't, step back because I'm about to. <laughs> like, <laughs> so if you, if you don't, if you want me to do the dishes, be like, you can't do them dishes in 20 minutes. <laughs> I'm like, I could do them in 15. Watch me. <laughs> no, no, the wife goes, she she if she goes, she knows that she goes, you can't do those dishes in twenty minutes. I'm like, you're absolutely right, because I'm not doing it. <laughs> yeah, no, I gotta like, prove you I'm wrong. Like, you ain't gonna, no, yeah, I gotta prove it. No, I don't gotta prove them wrong all the time. I'm good. I'm good. 
Uh, there's, there's certain things I need to prove you wrong on. I'm not, I can't do this yeah. in 20 minutes. You're absolutely right. I can't. <laughs> yeah, show me how you do the dishes in 20 minutes. I want to see this. I'm gonna see. You show me, so I'll know next yeah, so time. Next time, I'll try. yeah. Then, like, next time, and then when you do it again, be like, I still didn't get that one. Yeah, I'm still, <laughs> like, I'm not, I'm still not at 20 minutes. I'm still. We need one more time no, for you to no. show me. Yeah. So now nah, it's good. <laughs> I think that's just been my fight all my life, right? Proving who I am to people who doubt me. I think that's just been the underscore of my life. And you know what's been my biggest thorn in my life? Me, me, I'm such a procrastinator. I'm, I, I'm not going to lie. I am such a procrastinator that I'm like, like I, like I had my podcast studio, my little podcast studio that I purchased in like March, April, 2019, 2019. I had the little podcast studio. <laughs> I, had, I, had, I, I had registered for Podbean and everything. Like I was going to start my podcast. I was going to do it. I was going to start it. Fast forward, um, April 2020, I get furloughed from work in March, um, so I'm home fiddling with the with the mixer and the mic and everything, recording a little stupid stuff, testing one, two, one, two, da, da. until one day I'm just sitting here with my nephew and like, screw it, record, here we go, and yeah, like, now, not, now, yeah. I'm, now I'm like, you can't shut me the fuck up, like, I'm just, yeah. I just won't shut up. Like, I, yeah. So. I tell people, <laughs> I'm not the person you want to ask. How are you doing? I'm not that person because I'm going to tell you how I'm doing and everything that happened. So I, my boss was so funny. <laughs> there was a new nurse and she's introducing us, and the nurse is like, "So how's everything going?" My boss jumps in and was like, "No." No, <laughs> we don't ask Chrissy that. <laughs> She'll keep you here for two hours. She's fine. Just answer you're fine. <laughs> so I know what you mean. I, as a kid, they used to call me Miss Chatterbox. Yeah. Do you remember the Miss, like the Miss Motormouth and the Miss, like all those little, little people? I think that's what they call them. You mean the garbage pill kids? No, they were the, um, I think they were called Little People. Oh. And it was like they had the Little Miss Chatterbox, Little Miss Motormouth, Little, uh, they were like little fat round faces. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I know, I know who you're talking about. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. There was different, yeah, there were different colors mm-hmm. and they, I don't remember yeah. the names of it, but I remember the, the, the little books that they had. Yep. But yeah. Mm-hmm. That, that, that was me. That just shows us, that's just showing our age right there because... <laughs> That's ooh, it's okay. I, I'm proud of my. I, I, I forgot about I those. Good. I, I, for, I, so I forgot about them books, man. I forgot. You know what? When I put out when I put out this this episode, I'm gonna put that a picture of one. Of the, I'm gonna find that okay that one, and I'm gonna put it in the description. <laughs> I'm gonna, awesome. <laughs> but no, that's just that's just do that. Oh man, that's like um, what is it? What is what is the other book? Nostalgia. That, what is the other oh. books? Uh, the other books that uh, we used to read. Uh, is this Galactus? I don't know. Whatever. It's I can't remember. But not a, like the Babysitters Club. No, it, it was. It's one of those ones where you, it's 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 educational and stuff like that. 
and it has little puzzles and other stuff in it. But I, I, I'll remember. Oh, highlights. Oh yeah, highlights. highlights. Yes, yes. Highlights. It was a little thin magazine. Yes, highlights. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. And they would find find all this, find these things but, in the yeah. picture, and yeah, highlights. Yes, thank you. Yes, <laughs> and that's what it was. Yeah. Oh man, this definitely showing my age. But yeah, but you know, I I go back and and I look at my like my childhood wasn't so bad like. I was raised by a single mom. Yes, she she raised five kids on her own, well six kids on her own, and in one of the worst parts of Brooklyn, in East New York, Brooklyn. And for me to to come out of it with not having a felony and not really serving any jail time, I, I think I did pretty good for myself. Especially absolutely, especially coming. Listen, I. Especially coming from my fa- my my family is we 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 the, the younger generation have have has done us proud, but my little generation kind of like we grew up in the during the crack era and, and we grew up through some yeah. rough times, man. But I, I've, mm-hmm. I've come out the other side, I, a pretty good human being, I guess. Can't I can't? Everybody has their flaws, but like I said, I, I've come out I've come out of it with. I have a pretty good career as a, a table games dealer. I make pretty good money there. I can't complain. And now I found my passion. I I, I found something I there love to go. do. There you go. So, yeah, it's – and I'm still writing my story. Right. So. It's, there you go. Like, people, you know, I've – when I speak to people, they'll ask, like, oh, <clears throat> like, let's say you hit the lotto. Would you still be a nurse? Absolutely. I wanted to be a nurse since I was five years old. I would still continue to be a nurse. Never said doctor, never said nurse practitioner, never said, I said nurse. And this is what I wanted to do. So I was fortunate to go into the career that I loved and wanted since I was a little girl. You know, I told you about me finding my journal um, from when I was a little girl. And there was one entry in there. Um, my grandfather was an actor and a playwright, Native American Indian, very spiritual um, man. And I was always by his side. Where he was, I was. I was connected to his hip. He was my mentor. Um, he never judged me. He always guided me the right way. And he's the one who filled this brain with a bunch of stupid information. Um, <laughs> you know, that was just his thing. But, you know, in my journal, I found the the day that he had passed and in there, I had said he was, I was 18 when he passed. I had started college at 17 for nursing, but I ultimately didn't finish my nursing career until I was, cause I started working jobs and was getting paid well that I never went back to school and the waiting list in New York was ridiculous for nursing. Um, so I only became a nurse about 11 years ago. I want to say, I can't even remember, but um, in that passage, I wrote that I was going to finish school and I was going to be a nurse and I was going to be a nurse because I told my grandfather that's what I was going to do and because I knew that's what I wanted to do. Um, But years later, obviously life happens and things, circumstances changes. But when I went back to school, was fortunate to go back to school and get my nursing license the day that I was graduating, a white dove flew into my backyard. 
and didn't move. I was going closer and closer and closer to this white dove. And I'm like, what the hell is a white dove doing in Warren County, New Jersey? Like, I don't understand this. And it didn't move. And it just stood there and it just looked at me. And I was like, that's got to be my grandfather. Like, I don't care what nobody tells me. I don't care what you believe in. In my mind, that is my grandfather visiting me because he came to see me fulfill my promise I made when he died. So I I think I would always be a nurse, no matter what, no matter how much money I made, that's where my passion is. Yeah, because it's it's not a job. It's not a job if you love what you're doing. It only becomes a job when you're just there to collect the paycheck, right? When you're seriously there to just collect the paycheck and you're not loving what you're doing, then it's a job. Yeah. I've always said if I wake up in the morning and I don't want to go to work, it's time for me to look for a new job. That's how I Period. feel. That's how I feel about. And and I have an easy. Listen, don't get me wrong. I make good money. Yes. It's not a hard job. It's an easy job. I get paid to play games. <laughs> I do. I really do. I get paid to play games. No, I'm just thinking men. Like all these men play these games in real life, and you, they don't you, get paid shit. But go ahead. But you, <laughs> <laughs> Listen, there's some gamers out there that make some money, okay? Don't 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 bash my dudes that are out there gaming. Nah, I'm talking about head games. I'm talking about head games. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, that's the, the that's a completely different story, man. I, <laughs> like everybody, like I said, it. I'm 44 years old, and I I still still learning and growing it. But this, honestly, when they truly for me. If it's like when they said you don't really start hitting your peak into your forties, it's really sinking in to me. Like that's like yeah, like I'm really finding my path. Like now, like right now, I'm finding my path. Like I wish I would have known what I know now, twenty four years ago, whatever. But that's that's. But then that wouldn't make you do. Yeah, I wouldn't have been. Yeah, all the life experiences of I had had is what has created what mm-hmm. you have in front of you at the moment but i'm still growing and learning we all do we grow and we learn every day uh, one of the other things my grandfather taught me was there is always something that you can learn from someone don't ever think someone can't teach you anything i don't care if it's a homeless person in the street or a two-year-old toddler if you look hard enough and you listen long enough, you're going to learn something. Yeah. And I take that into concern. I mean, I even look at nature. Like I have put a post up because I just thought about it. I was like in life, right? You watch a tree grow and it never lets anything that gets in its way deter it from growing. It does one of two things. It either engulfs the item and makes it grow with them or it grows around the object, but it never lets it stop itself from growing because of something else that's in the way. And if you just like even look at nature, like you learn a lesson. Oh, it's, it's, oh no, no, (laughs) believe me. I, I look, when I go sit on my deck, like it's a big difference. Like even the other day when I went and, and looked, I went and stood on my deck and looked up into the sky and, and I look and I saw the moon. I'm like, Look, growing up in the city, because of all the bright lights and all that, you barely get to really enjoy the sky. 
now that I'm older and I'm up here in Pennsylvania, I I find myself looking at the, into the sky frequently at night if I'm outside enjoying the night air or whatever. And I and I just look and I'll just look and just wonder and just, but it, it's just it's just an amazement at like wow it's so beautiful just looking up out there and especially when you see a nice bright moon and and you see the silhouette of the trees and all that. So it, it's something growing up in the city, you don't really get to see. You don't really get to mm-hmm. experience nature like that. Yeah, you have your parks and whatever, but you don't really get to truly go sit and take a trail and walk through a trail and enjoy the woods and enjoy the atmosphere, enjoy the fresh air and enjoy the the, the sights that you say you walk to a nice little waterfall or it's, it's all those precious moments and times that you can just sit back and just like, this is what it's about. Like just being able to enjoy, enjoy moments like this, just to be able to just enjoy the fresh air and just enjoy the moment. I've always said, if we could go back to the bartering system where we don't have to so much work, right? Like we can pay each other with, you know, with, with trade skills yeah, with trade. Yeah. With like, trade. Yeah. Like, like, that we would be such, I think, I, I don't know, like I would love to go back to that type of um, environment of like, living off the listen, land my, and my going wife, back. My wife, if she can barter with someone, she can, she will barter. Like if like, I, I have a friend, he does t-shirts and all that. Uh, we have a mechanic shop. He needed his windshield replaced. My wife was like, all right, we will replace your windshield. I need hoodie, this, 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 and this. And sure enough, boom, there you go. And why did I just do that with my nails guy? My nail salon guy. (laughs) (laughs) I do t-shirts, but just like not a lot. Like I make my grandkids t-shirt and my son's t-shirt instead of buying them from the store. And I literally was getting my nails done. And I showed him the t-shirts I made. He goes, would you be able to make? I was like, well, how many do you need? He was like, 20. I was like, all right, I'll make them. He was like, how much? I was like, no, 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 you don't have to pay me. He was like, no, that's a lot, Chris. Chris. Like, that's a lot. Let me, let me. And I said, all right, you buy the materials. I'll make the shirts. You give me a free fill. He was like, deal. I was like, <laughs> awesome. Yeah. Like, <laughs> you trade, you barter with people. And that is like, oh, like, if I have a certain skill set that you can use, and you have something I can use, why not exchange services? Like, that's just a no-brainer. Yep. Like, so, yeah, mm-hmm. so that's, she, she's really into bartering. That's, she's, she's. I into, love your wife. She's into bartering. <laughs> like, that's her thing. She, she, if she can, if she can barter and negotiate anything, she will do it. Like, oh, you need me to tow a car? Okay, I need you to do if you, this. Or you do this? Okay, that, well, if you can do this for me, I can do that for you. Yeah, like. Easily. One so. hand washes the other. It's not one of, um, I have a couple of other podcasters that we share the same um, YouTube. So we've got like a media group going and he vapes all the time. So his wife was like, I need you to go talk to this vape shop. Talking about you will promo them every show and then you don't have to pay for vapes anymore. And that's what he's doing. He promos. I mean, he I'm, gets I'm, his for free. I'm, I'm about to go to my local uh, Stogie's place and like, yo, listen, I got a podcast. I will promote the podcast. 
I need some cigars. <laughs> I'll review your cigars. <laughs> like waste my cigar episode. Uh, I got a lot. I have two cigars. When do you leave? I leave Sunday. Damn. Do you have the address for where you're going to be in PR? Uh, yeah, I think I do. Yeah, I can we'll talk. We'll talk later. I I got two cigars. I don't know if you ever heard of Rosario's cigar in the Bronx. He has one in the Bronx and one in um, Staten Island. He hand rolls each of his cigars. So I have hand rolled cigars. Listen, we're gonna go smoke some cigars. We're gonna go smoke some cigars and have a, a drink. We, don't worry about that. Because I, <laughs> I'm looking for a nice cigar bar. I need a nice. There's one in Pennsylvania. I don't know. Uh, I don't remember what part of Pennsylvania you are. I think I know where you at. There's the lead. Like, I'm just like promoting all these people. So if you hear me and somebody comes in and says they heard it, just make sure you connect us with. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm always trying. I'm always on the next thing. Well, no, there's, there's the one, this one, this one, this one, this, um, there's something like towards Allentown and all that. Like, but it's yeah, like, Allentown, the leaf cigar. It's nice. It's a, it has a walk in humidor and everything. Like I went to like a mm-hmm. cigars international or something over there. Some I know I went somewhere where they had a nice humidor, and like I, I bought one. I bought I have one right next to me right here that I bought from a friend. It's real nice. It's glass, and it got a couple few cigars in there. But I'm building my collection. Okay. Yeah, I'm building it. I don't smoke. I don't. I don't really get to smoke them as often. But uh, sometimes during the summer, I like to go really sit on my deck and enjoy a glass of wine mm-hmm. and, and, and smoke me a cigar. Wine, not a bourbon or a whiskey. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm a cognac guy. A red, I'm, 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 I'm a cognac guy. I'm a cognac guy, but uh, okay. I prefer. I, I enjoy wine. I really do enjoy wine. Like, I'm a, a red guy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I, I, nah, I like it white and sweet, but that's not how I like my men. <laughs> Just my wine. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. <laughs> but um, I'll be here all night. <laughs> no, I, I, I like I like white wines, um, but I, I prefer I, I'm, I'm a Shiraz guy. I like a sweet red wine. Oh, okay, sure. Mm-hmm. So, yep. There's one called Jam mm-hmm. Jar that's from South Africa, and um, mm-hmm. it's a nice. It's a nice. It look, the bottle looks like a jam jar, like like you know how. Oh. Like, yeah. Okay. So if if you if you like sweet wines, then that's definitely put it in the put it in, the, in the yeah. Fridge. I like sweet, but not dry. No, it's delicious. It's a delicious wine. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah, because the the dry, you know, a, the way they the tannins and all that. I have a that. friend. She hates sweet wines. She hates it. <laughs> so whenever I promote the jam, nope. she's like, ah. But she, but. <laughs> I, uh, to me, I, I like my sweet. I like, I'll drink me a nice Merlot or a Cabernet, but I'm I'm more I, like I said, I'm a sweet wine guy. Yeah, I like my Moscato, um, and I'm a cheap wine drinker. Okay, like, give so me my like, American right, so, Moscato. No, no, no. You need to drink Bartonora. If you're gonna drink a Moscato, drink Bartonora. Okay, it's a blue. It's a blue All bottle. Right, it's a, it's a, it's a it's an Italian Moscato. Delicious. Okay. Delicious is a blue okay. bottle. We did a Go ahead, you know we what? did a wine. I did a wine episode. 
um, from Cream Ridge Wineries in Cream Ridge, New Jersey. And then we went out there and I, uh, some of my viewers actually met me out there so we could do, uh, you know, just have, yeah, it was amazing. Like I was like, I'm blowing up here. Let me find out. I got 14 viewers with me on this lawn. (laughs) (laughs) But we did, nevertheless, 10 of them were people I actually knew in real life, but it's okay. (laughs) Um, And they had this Eastern white. It's really good. And a strawberry. That was really good. So that kind of took me away a little bit from the Moscato, but Bar- I'm, I'm, I'm going to go try that one. Blue yeah. bottle Italian Moscato. Is okay. Bartonoras, yes. Bartonoras, okay. Yeah. yeah. Uh, well, yeah. once you add this, I can go back to it if I need to. Oh, yeah, definitely. You can definitely. <laughs> but just remember if you go to a wine shop, or it's a blue bottle. When you go to a Moscato, when you go to the Moscato section, it's a blue bottle. You'll see. You'll be able to be like, oh, this is the body he's talking about. I knew it. And, and okay. It's it's an excellent, excellent Moscato. Okay. I will definitely have to try See, it. look, we went, we but talk. Yeah, we, I like that. That's, that's what I'm saying. This is, we talk about, I talk about anything. I can talk about anything. I, wine. I, mean, I think we, we touched on like 10 subjects tonight, right? <laughs> just about, just about. I can keep going, but I can't keep going. But I can keep going. <laughs> no, but it's been great having you on, man. This has been awesome. I, 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 great, I greatly appreciate you being on, and this is, like I said, I, I this is what I enjoy. I love doing it. It's, and I'm gonna continue to do it. And I'm it's sure good. we're definitely. I, well, I want to continue to see it. I'm definitely gonna. Um, they're definitely gonna keep collabing. We're in the same network. Uh, I'm definitely gonna. I have to have you on uh, the other show we do. So it's 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 Thursday like nine. It's, it's it's our live Thursday night shows. So it's called okay. It's called Talking Real One Thousand. So you know what that means. Oh, it's talking real. Am I censored? Am no, I no censored? Sense, no censorship. No censorship. <laughs> there is no censorship. We 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 talk. We like yesterday. We oh yesterday, my nephew just went in on holidays. He's like, oh these, <laughs> and uh, like I uh, get it. We no no. He he was talking about we need to erase them. Like he said, it, it doesn't. These holidays don't fit us. It's not our holidays. We need to erase them. I'm like. Dude, I don't know what to tell you. I'm, I'm not focused on that. I'm not worried about history. To me, I'm not worried about history. I get it. Yeah, history is great. If, if you don't know it, you're doing it repeated. Yeah, I, I understand that. Right. But I'm like you. I'm straightforward. I'm like focusing on the future. Like I'm ready. I'm writing history now. That's how I look at it. Yeah. I'm, I'm writing. My, I'm writing it history was, now. It was funny when I had did a live real quick to thank everybody who checked on me after the car accident. And I said, you know, I'm going to sit here and say why I'm thankful because it was right. It was the Monday right before Thanksgiving. So I was like, you know, I wasn't going to do anything for Thanksgiving because, you know, with the genocide and they came over and killed all our people and raped them and then took our land for their land. But I'm going to tell you why I'm thankful. (laughs) But I had to like get that in there because (laughs) like I he, you know, he, like he said, he went in on it. He went in on the holidays, like what, like oh, what Easter, oh Christmas, like, Thanksgiving. Like, why are we celebrating something where we kill it? Where people got killed? Like, dude. But I, I'm like, okay, but that's not how we grew up. I, like, because, like I said, it's my nephew. So I'm like, that's not how why we celebrate the holidays. That's not why we. That's not how right. we grew up. Because we, 
like I said, we're family. We real close. My family growing up, we were close. We would like for Christmas, we would jump from house to. It's like yeah. jumping from house you to house. Christmas Eve. Yeah, you, yeah. You, you stay. You're here at one of somebody's house. Then you go to the next person. Then all y'all leave there. Go to the next person. Then all y'all leave there at, yeah. to the point where we get end up going. They had like in my neighborhood. They had probably like two different social clubs. That everybody hung out at, like either it was at my aunt's house, and her in her, in her little storefront where she had her pool table or whatever, or we ended up somewhere else's. But that's how it started. Like we would jump from house to yeah. house to house to house to house to end up to the last destination, and and party was on till the next day. Yeah. But I get what he's saying. It's like Christmas. Keep Christ at Christmas. Well, do you know that it was a pagan holiday? But like, well, so me and your nephew got to, we got to chop it up. <laughs> it's, but it's, so, so, yeah, because even like with Easter, like all, he's like everything. I'm like, bro, we, I'm like, you're getting all fired up and all this, but we discuss this every <laughs> single time. This is a capitalistic system. I'm yes. like fuck what you heard about how it originally started. Now it's just all about the money. I don't care. Yep. You, you want you yep. the holidays no longer about what happened to the pilgrims and the Indians and all that. It's all about the money. It's it's, yeah, it's all about, Columbus Day they turned into Indigenous Day and <laughs> it, it's all about money. It, it's, it's commercialized. It's a consumer a saturated market of just give me your money and let's make up all these holidays and so, that, yeah, so like, I don't even yeah. I, I played the clip I played the clip of um Morgan Freeman talking about why he doesn't like black month black history month and um Mike Wallace was was interviewing him and he's like um do you want a white person he's like I'm not white I'm Jewish he says well do you want a Jewish history month he says no well why would I want a black history month American Black History Month is American history, like yeah. It, it's it's so why do we have to have a month yeah. to celebrate it? Like no, it's mm-hmm. our history is American history, especially if, if if as as far as the slavery, it's American history. It's 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 our history as well. Like why do we have to have a Black History Month? Like why do we have to have a Hispanic Heritage Month? Yeah, like, like just keep it like it should be all the time. I had one. Of, I actually had to delete it, but I had one of my Caucasian friends put some deaf tone post up and she didn't recognize what it was saying. And when I try to explain it to her, she thought that I was attacking her. But I, I, I'll give one little clip about what it said. And it said, I didn't care about you being colored until you started blaming my ancestors for what happened to you and when you decided you wanted to start changing my history. That was only one part of what her post was. And I had to give her a little bit of knowledge on how tone deaf (laughs) that sounded, okay, and how illogical (laughs) it was as well. You know, on the fact that what are you talking about? Like black is American. <laughs> like when, when they were brought over to this country and became part of the lands, they were now Americans. Like, and then I had got into another disagreement and this is one of my, one of the, and I know you want to say something, I'm going to let you get it. But one thing we forgot, 
And then I said, and it is your ancestors. My grandfather was 100% Native American uh, American Indian. You came and took his land. You don't belong here. You go back to your land if you've got an issue with any of that. So this one guy was like, I didn't steal any land. What my ancestors did was come here and buy a piece of land from Tom Penn. So we didn't do it. We didn't own slaves. And I said to him, so if I go to your house, and I steal your car, and then I give it to my son, is it any less stolen, and is it any more legally his? His response to me was, go ahead and try it. I've got a gun. I was like, all right, conversation over. Delete. (laughs) Yeah, that's that's the the response to all everything. Like, is... I have friends that... I have friends that they post stuff, and like I have a friend, he he always posts and stuff about uh, politicians and stuff, and and, I, and we've come to an agreement that I won't reply to your comments. You don't reply to my comments, but he tends to still reply to my comments, and I kind of point <laughs> out, uh, stop commenting because we've got an agreement. Like you, this is an agreement you you put in place. Technically, I would just delete your comments. I'm saying delete. But, but, I, but I, I know the kind of person he is. It's like it's. I still got nothing but love for him. So, it, I'm, I, yeah. I don't. I don't go by. To me, is what you do to me personally. Like I don't. I don't like, well, I didn't. I have can't help. You can't help. You, like you, you can't. You can't help to be ignorant. You, you sometimes. Sometimes it, it's just ingrained in you. Sometimes it's just something you was brought up with, and. When you get to a certain certain age, you're just stuck in your ways sometimes. I'm not saying everyone. I'm not saying everyone. I'm not saying everyone. But there are certain people that just are stuck in their ways. And, And me being the person that I am, I just like, listen, if as long as you don't treat me bad, I don't. I don't judge. I don't judge. I don't really do judge. I sometimes I I can be judgmental. I'm like, oh, I don't like this. But then when when I sit down, I'm like, I don't even know why I'm wasting my energy doing that. So I just like to listen when it's one too many posts, and I've chimed in on every post, being respectful and trying to educate you on the matter, yeah. and you continue to miss and dismiss my points as being valid and sound because of experience that I no longer need to be in contact with you regardless on what level because then you're never going to understand me that means you don't respect me as a human being if you're not respecting my thoughts or even validating them and acknowledging them as I hear what you're saying you can't even acknowledge that you know what one lady told me in that post that I was like are you kidding Caucasian woman she proceeded to tell me that I can't sit there and call every white person racist. That she watched a color person on an interview saying that we're making more of it than what it is and that I should do my research. I just kindly exited out of that conversation because okay. I was like, so, first of all. Okay, no, no. As far as situations like that, because that's kind of <laughs> touches on what uh, Morgan Freeman, like, like Anthony Mackie, Morgan Freeman, there's certain colored actors that they don't, they, 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 not that they don't believe in racism. They just don't want to acknowledge it. 
because they because they feel right. the more you acknowledge it, the more power you give it. And I and I understand that train of thought. I believe I I know where they're coming from as far as when you do feed into something, you give it more power. That's why they're always bringing up racism. Bring because the more you feed into it, the more power you're giving it. And I understand. And I understand. Just like the last four years. That's that exactly. That's why I understand mm-hmm. where someone like Morgan Freeman or Denzel or, or Anthony Mackie say that they they haven't experienced racism. They're not saying that it doesn't exist, but they don't feed into it. They don't perpetuate because they they're like, listen, I'm successful. I'm a millionaire. I'm making money. So it can be done. It can be, regardless of whatever the system that's in place to keep us back, you can still be successful in this country regardless. Right. Uh, And I get what he's saying because of where he's sitting. He's sitting on a higher throne. Okay. So that's number one. I know. Number two is I have experienced racism very well last week. And I still have to sit there and treat the patients who are racist. I was right past, right by the Grand Wizard's house <laughs> the other day. Okay, so I, I I have to face it. The third thing is when it comes to that, it can be done. But the problem is when we have a society where it is built at keeping someone of color subdued. Okay, and not teaching them how to do better, you know, how to know better so that they can do better because everything derives from education. And I'm not talking about a college degree. I'm talking about knowledge and information on how you could be better and do better. If that's not provided to the communities and the areas, then you're less likely to turn around and see someone of that environment excel. It is one in a million that that occurs. You know, you're not giving that opportunity. You're not giving that foot up on being able to be be better. There are those few that have that ambition or had some kind of foundation, but that's not the case. And I look at people who are released from prison and I just witnessed someone who did a 13 year old bid come home from prison and have no resources. And I sit here and I try to help him get things like social security cards, driver's license, all this other stuff. And at every door, they turn him away. And I sit here and say, well, why do you think the recidivism rate is at where it's at? Because we don't have tools. So Morgan Freeman can say what he wants to say because he has the money to say oh, it. Right. But when you come down off your high horse, Reality is reality. I, no, no, he didn't mean it as far as no, <laughs> as far no, because because I, I I when I I, I listened watched the interview, I understood what he was saying. He was just referring to it as he's like, why do we have to sit here and why do I have to call you a white man? Why do you have to call me a black man? Why can't we just refer to each other as men? I'm saying that's what he was pointing out is like, I'm I'm not into I'm not looking into I'm not like I'm not looking at you as a white. I'm not looking at this person as a black. I'm looking at him as a man, and and that's the mentality that we own. Like I want, I wish they would take off black, white, his any of that stuff off of applications. Yes. I would, I would love that. If it didn't matter, why are they there? Exactly. 
that mm-hmm. I, I I would love for that to like I don't want to acknowledge like I shouldn't have to acknowledge that my friend Jose is Spanish or or Oops. Andre is black. It, no, no, that's my homeboy Andre. That's my friend. It, it doesn't matter where. To me, I I love I love everyone. I'm 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 right. a Puerto Rican. I'm a, it's, first of all, I'm Puerto Rican. I'm native African European. Yep, like you're all of it. <laughs> we're the per, we're like I read somewhere yeah. Puerto Ricans are the perfect human beings because they have everything. They're, they're mixed with everything. So yep. I, yeah, I have no and I, I mean, I get, I get what he means by the the problem is that we don't live in that <clears throat> world, and I don't know that we can ever live in that world. So it would be perfect; it would be a perfect world, and that'd be awesome. But at the same time, when you sit there and say that you don't want to acknowledge it because you don't want to give it power, then what are you doing to disable to that yeah. power? To change it, yeah. I'm sorry. I always feel like if you, I, I love going after these pro pro lifers. I'm like, you're just anti-abortion. You're not pro-life. Cause if you were pro-life, you would turn around and get these kids out of cages on the border. You would help the people who are well, in prison. Yeah, well, you would help yeah. the old people that can't afford their medication. You're not pro-life. You're anti-abortion. Let's be real. Like, so like, listen, oh, I can, we, I don't know how long we've been, but we can keep going. <laughs> that's, a, that's a human being in you. Like, okay, but you don't know all the circumstances of why this person is having that abortion. What if she was raped yeah. by 20 guys? It's like, I mean, take, even take the rape out of there. If that is her choice and that is her decision, yeah, the, the moment choice. that government yeah. is allowed to come in and tell us what we can and cannot do with our bodies, these people who keep arguing about government taking over our rights and making me wear this mask. Well, shit, they're about to tell you, you got to keep that baby in you like who do you like hello yeah, are we not like connecting the dots no that's, you're absolutely right it's 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 people they want to go with oh yeah um my guy my first amendment right and all my rights to bear arms and all that but now you're telling people that a woman doesn't have a choice to choose what is done to her body no like no that's our america that's our right we have a right to decide whatever we want to be done. Like, and getting rid of abortions doesn't mean that you stop abortion. It means you stop safe abortions. That's all that means. It's it's so. it's that's that was a that was what they were trying. That's why they were rushing that Supreme Court judge because they wanted I, Amy Burrell. Uh, it's it's just a shame. It's. You rather rush a Supreme Court judge through, but you don't want to rush a, um, a pandemic. Well, we also know the other reason why he wanted to make sure he had everybody in there so he could pardon himself before he does the crime, but yeah, but, or so he thinks it works. But, that. It doesn't work what? that way because um, <laughs> it, it it only pardons him on the federal level. It doesn't pardon him on the state level, and New York State is coming after him. So. Mm-hmm. Latisha uh, James, yes. I believe, is the attorney general. Yes, she she, is. Listen, let me tell you, I got it's, it's in here. I got stuff in here. I don't know where it comes. I actually saw her. <laughs> I actually saw. Her, I actually saw her interview on um on the Today Show today. It was this morning. She was talking about. She's it. she wants them. Yeah. Well. Well. Mm-hmm. But then, but then you get people be like, oh, like they want to. They would like. These Trumpers when they're like, oh, Biden hunt by Hunter Biden and his relationships with China and all the and, and and all this other stuff. And I'm like, okay, um, you just had 
um, Jared Kushner and his family get PPP loans that were meant for small businesses and and they get millions of dollars of these PPP loans for for that's meant for small businesses but you're yeah. you're, you're using them for shell like other companies like or oh, I have a, a a bed and breakfast or whatever it was it was different like certain properties mm-hmm. that they had that that they used to for those for those for that money like Trump himself has actually been the first president that has made money off of the Americans while being in office. Whenever the UN had any of the delegates come in, he would have them stay at Mar-a-Lago. And then they would have to pay. And then because Trump was there, he had to pay for the Secret Service men to stay and eat and all that other stuff. And all it was doing was refilling his pocket. You mean the taxpayers paid for him to be at his own resort. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah. 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 No. Yeah. Just like the taxpayers paid yeah. for him to go play golf at his resort. Yeah. yeah. So but no one says like <laughs> no like he used to bash Obama about going to play golf. And his tan suit, but but <laughs> but he's played more golf than Obama played in his eight terms, yeah. in just four years, yeah, mm-hmm. in just four years, he's played more golf than Obama had did in his eight terms, Listen, in his eight years. So, like, possibly at his best. Oh, it, it it kills me. Like, you you you're quick, fast to bash one side, but then your side is doing the same thing and nothing. Like, listen, I know, I know. This side isn't good. This side isn't any better. It's this side isn't any better. It, it was like uh, there was a post that said it's uh, it's like voting for Satan or Lucifer. Oh no! It was like this. <laughs> this I put a meme right. It was. Uh, oh, was it yours? Okay. It, no, I put a meme up. It was a fork in the road, in the highway, right? Where one went for Trump and one went for Biden. The fucking car just went straight through the middle to crash. <laughs> So it, it, it was, it was, just, but it just, it just went to show you that, like, it, it's not, it does, it's not any, it's. This doesn't change our day to day life, no. right? Um, what I do feel like, why I do feel successful is in the fact that what I've witnessed and what my experience has been. I live in a very red county, I live in a county that has very old uh, residents. Um, you know, a lot of them, it's a, it's a, the population out here is geriatrics more than it is my age is starting to change. But what I have witnessed, I've been out here about 15 years. What I have witnessed is the conversion of the racist people and how comfortable they began to feel and how unsafe I began to feel in my own environment um, when he came into office. And people told me I didn't have to fear that, but I witnessed it firsthand. I had patients get more bolder and brazen with the things they said to me. And I'm sitting here trying to be respectful in my profession, 
by treating them as I would anyone else, despite their ignorance being a disease. So for me, when Biden won, I felt like I can kind of sigh and let my shoulders drop just a little bit because maybe they'll start to go back into their little caves and won't be so brazen and I won't have to be anxious or worried about going out into these people's homes anymore. So for me, it was a personal thing, you know? Yeah. Oh man. Look at this. We've almost done two hours, man. I'm oh, so man. sorry. I don't know. No, no, this is awesome. That's great. I don't, I don't, I don't know if anybody wants to sit there and listen to me for two hours, listen to us for two hours, but they might have to, they might have to come back and, uh, yeah, I can yeah. do that. I can do a two part episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like Christy talks too damn much. Part two. <laughs> <laughs> That'll be your intro. Uh, I'm going right to have, I'm gonna have to do it. I'm going to have to do it. Yeah. I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to, I'll chop it up. Two pardons, yeah. It's, okay, it's worth it. Yeah, I just, got, I'm figure just gonna. Some of the crap. I, I just gotta, I just gotta um, figure out how I'm gonna do it. How I'm gonna cut it in. We talked about enough different subjects that I don't think it's gonna be that difficult to splice it. I know. I'll find somewhere. I'll find. I'll make yeah. a spot somewhere and 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 clear it up and work my magic somehow. There you go. Well, listen. Thank you so so much for having me on. I had a lot of fun. This was uh, different, different. I like to just chop it up and say whatever's on my mind and see what gets in and what doesn't. <laughs> and, that, and that's what I, that's what I do. I have, like I said, I don't script it, let you talk about your show. Yeah. And then we just talk about everything. We talk about everything else that's going on and hopefully people find us entertaining. Hopefully they, they find out, find what we were saying funny, especially when we were laughing. Till they get to that. <laughs> They're like, oh, <laughs> maybe that's the part where you cut it. <laughs> yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't do it for. Uh, I do it because I love it. I'm, like I told you, I don't. As you should. I don't see myself becoming wealthy podcasting. There's, there's other things that that'll take get me there. This is just. Uh, outlet a segue in, in a big in the beginning yeah. it's it's just a it's my introduction it's my kick in the door moment there you go yeah. networking meeting different people you know you never know oh, yeah. uh, and so you know there's it's a step in the ladder yeah who knows who, I'm, mm-hmm. who knows i might get in, um, into a movie or something who knows there you go might start doing my You're own like, movie oh, i know it <laughs> maybe who knows but uh let everybody know where they can find you yeah so first again thank you so much wise i appreciate this i had fun um definitely hope that you'll have me back at some point you know with some craziness as well oh, but oh, you listen, can you're, you're gonna good. do you're gonna do talking real 1000 with us i'm gonna send you the link all uh, right uh for i don't i don't know if i'll be there next thursday probably when I get back, maybe when I get back, we can. It's fine. Yeah. Okay, yeah, well, yeah, we'll figure it out. <laughs> um, but you guys can find, I'm going to just send you to one place. Cause then once you go there, you'll be able to find everything. Um, you can go to cypherknowledge.com. Uh, that's W W C I P H 
E-R-E-D-K-N-O-W-L-E-D-G-E.com, cypherknowledge.com. That is the website for Cypher Knowledge with Chrissy. Um, and like I said, you'll have my Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, um, and the episodes are actually right there as well. So all you have to do is look at the promo and click right on the link and it'll take you right to the video. Awesome. Awesome. So that's, that's it for us. We're going to end this. So, Chrissy, say goodbye to everybody. Bye, everybody. Have a wonderful week, a phenomenal day, a terrific hour. All right. All right. Thank you. And um, we're definitely going to talk a little bit. So hold on while I do my while I close this out. All right. So thank you again, Chrissy, for being on. So now it's time for shout outs. Big shout out to my man, Steve Joyner, for setting this up. Another one, Steve. You're always hooking me up with the right ones. You always know when to send me someone that you know I'm a vibe with and we're just going to have a great conversation. So big shout-out to you. Big shout-out to my Talking Real crew, King Sage, Poppy J. Big shout-out to Brandy J. Big shout-out to my man, Screaming Chewy. And uh, big shout-out to my wife, Fina. Love you, baby. And as always, big, big shout-out to all the essential workers out there. God bless y'all. Be safe. Wise is out. Peace out. Thanks for listening. Listen on iTunes, Podbean, Spotify, and TuneIn. Find us on social media on Twitter at wise underscore B underscore blunt. Instagram at wise underscore B underscore blunt. And a Facebook fan page, www.facebook slash wise76. Check back soon for new episodes. Until next time, peace out. Peace out.